Welcome to our podcast. I'm David Kramer, coming to you from Northern California. Dave and I have been friends since the early 1980s when we were college roommates. Between us, we have two engineering degrees, two master's degrees, an economics degree, and over 60 years of work experience. Well, since you suggested it, you probably know, but I'm okay with people asking me questions they know the answer to. Uh, I think we're going to talk about home safety in general. So tell me a little about this apartment. It's a first floor, 20th floor. I think I got it. It's a basement, wood framed, a couple stories off the ground. Okay, but her apartment is is a flat. It's on just one of the floors. Right. Okay, so uh, for our West Coast listeners, uh, in other parts of the country, there are areas under the house that you can go into on staircases. So your house is slab on grade. All right. And we have a we have a uh, crawl space. Uh, the garage is slab on grade. It's uh, so anyway. Ye yes, but basements are rare here for whatever reason. Um, so anyway, that being said, because uh, I think you're going to talk to us about radon, which I haven't thought about in a long time.
Hmm, sounds hard on your your energy efficiency. Yeah, but you're taking air out of your basement and pumping it outside and it's probably drawing conditioned air from upstairs down, right? Then pumping it outside. Um what do you do if you don't have a basement? Like if you'd had a problem at your house, how would you have dealt with it? Just. Okay. So back in the old days, this wasn't a problem because houses leaked. They weren't, uh, you know, single pane windows, gaps, and it was in a lot of ways healthier. It just wasn't very energy efficient. So we're trapping all those contaminants in the house with us by uh, trying to save lower energy costs, which I think we agree is a is a noble goal. But uh, is radon a noble gas? I don't know. It sounds like one. I'd have to look into <laughs> Okay, so since she's a renter, this is most likely the landlord's responsibility. Interesting. So recently, uh, within the last year, we had done at our house, uh, added some insulation between the crawl space and our the floor you walk on on the first floor and put some kind of membrane down over the earth there. Um, and I'm wondering if that would make it better or worse. Because uh, if I was to do the radon test, I should do it in the crawl space, right? Okay.
I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, we did discover by putting that vapor barrier, water barrier on what was exposed earth was that there was a, a slow plumbing leak that we didn't know about, right? It was just dripping into the earth and then it was pooling at the lowest part. It don't go down there very often. So that was a drag. Probably got some mosquitoes because of it, but it's all taken care of now. Just out of curiosity, does uh, an apartment in Michigan, does it come with air conditioning? Is that pretty standard up there or does it stay cool and coolish in the summer? All right, but she'll have her windows closed most of the time. It'll only be like nice spring days and nice fall days that the windows would be open. Interesting. All right. Uh, what other uh, uh, silent but deadly things did you discover in your daughter's new home? And we talked about uh, the whole house fan we put in here a couple of years ago, which uh, is, is wonderful, again, from an energy perspective, but that can sometimes cause problems along those ways by, I guess, making the vents backdraft. I, I don't know. I'm not much of a plumber. Um, Yeah, they sell them at Costco combined with uh, smoke detectors, and smoke detectors are required for very good reason. Um, so if you were to upgrade, you could put it in the same spot, say. Um, 
they're more expensive, but I think $20 as opposed to 10 or 12 for just a smoke detector. Is, is it radon, Dave? <laughs> I was not aware of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Ours are all battery operated for better or for worse. Uh, and in California, you end up with a lot of them. They want one in each bedroom, one at the top of the stairs. And we've got one, a couple on the first floor. That go off a lot from cooking, you know, grilling a steak sets it off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing that I found in the settings on one of the, uh, at least one of the Alexa devices I have will send me a text saying, uh, we heard something that sounds like a, a smoke detector going off in your house. Yeah, and it's pretty pretty accurate. Uh, I was impressed by that. It's a little creepy too, but that, that would be a good thing to know if you were, I, I don't know what you would do if you're out of town, but hey, Bob, could you go next door and see if you smell smoke in my house? So you have some really high ceilings in your house. It's a one story house, but cathedral ceilings. You're to the, to the peak in your house. It's probably 16 feet or something. What do you use to test it? Do you have a flagpole or something? Okay. I gotcha. All right, well, safety first. What do you do on the other side from detection would be uh, fire, oh, protection, fire extinguished, yeah. Uh, Detection on one side, protection on the other side. You're, do you have uh, sprinklers in your house? Uh, 
it's required in a lot of new construction. Um, the argument I've heard that that was driven by labor requirements more than any logical reason. I, I don't like the idea of personally of wet fire sprinklers in a home. I think you're much more likely to get damage from the water than you are to get protection uh, from the, the sprinklers. Um, and a two-story house, or certainly a one-story house, you can get out before it burns down unless you're a really sound sleeper, right? Just go out the window. So I, I, I think it's unnecessary expense and uh, water is, it's so insidious if you have slow leaks and things like that. And people go with these cheap plastic pipes to save a dollar. So I'm not a fan. Um, it does happen. Um, but we do have, hopefully I could find them in time, but a couple of fire extinguishers around. Um, I noticed, go ahead. I've got in the car that uh, was passed down from my parents to, to me and my son drives it, it. There's a fire extinguisher holder in the back in the, in the it's a SUV, so not the trunk, whatever you call it. Uh, yeah, and I took it out. You just don't see car fires anymore like you used to in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Cars just don't catch fire that often. <laughs> then you probably don't want to spray with them. You just want to run. But for uh, the problem with fire extinguishers, like you say, with um, uh, smoke detectors, they have a life and you have to test them. And the only way to test them is to fire them off. And then they're empty and then you got to get them refilled. So of late, we've bought the, the one one use ones uh, that are uh, listeners. I'm holding my hands it's about the size of a quart of milk, say, and um, put them one in the kitchen, which is where all your fires are going to be. I think I got one in the garage in case I can't find the one in the kitchen and try and point it out to the family once in a while so they remember where it is. Um, I probably should replace them now, put out the charcoal fire in the, in the, in the barbecue to make sure they work. Cause I've never used one, fortunately, knock on. Anytime. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Do you have to sort that for them or do they you just give them six buckets of paint and a fire extinguisher and they get rid of it? Huh, I'll have to check on that. Um, 
<laughs> partial buckets of paint were always hard to get rid of. And uh, uh, it's tough. Yes, if you can find it. <laughs> Yeah, that problem with the light bulbs too. I try and when I <laughs> write bathroom sconce, master bath, we have a bunch of nifty light fixtures. Next time, next time we remodel, if if I live long enough, I will I'll get more actively involved in picking the light fixtures so they have standard. They do. Fortunately, most of them. Uh, I'm trying to as sneakily as I can replace all the halogen ones with uh, LEDs. Uh, which is hard with a decorative light fixture because you can see the electronics if you if you don't frost them properly. But halogen ones are not a fit; they run hot, and uh, you know you can feel it on your head if you're too close to them. Huh. Well, that's good, particularly now that normal size LED bulbs aren't terribly expensive. Can you still buy incandescent bulbs? Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I think we're going to have a separate show about overbuying, but I have too many light bulbs now because the newer ones are almost as long lasting as they claim to be. Uh, and I think I've swapped them all out. Uh, but I also have a few bright white ones instead of warm yellow ones, which uh, the family doesn't like. Um, Yes, and you can definitely tell that I replaced the bulb because it's a very, very different color. So. <laughs> I have one of those smart bulbs. I think it's a hue or something like that that changes colors and you can talk through your smart system. But I just wanted white. It came free with something else. And it takes a second to turn on. So all three other uh, fixtures turn on and that one thinks for a second then comes on. Uh, 
right? Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it would be a drag to break an ankle and not be able to crawl away from the burning house. Yeah, I, I never got around to that. But I also never got around to putting the uh, the guards to keep the kids from falling out the window. Thought about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, I remember what I forgot to ask you. You also have some... Uh, leak detection leak detectors right on its sinks and things like that so do they send you a text or do they just beep okay So you just place those under the low point at the on the P trap where you're most likely to get a drip. Okay. 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 Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had a link leak under the kitchen sink. It's a it's a pretty common thing because it's so complicated under there because you have frequently two sinks, a garbage disposal, and your dishwasher trying to under under pressure uh, drain into there, and then you're shoving stuff in there that knocks things around because uh, you need the storage for your whatever dishwashing. Huh. 
that would be a cove base if you were doing it in a in a room right where you turn up the tile or epoxy on the wall little little tray yeah Yeah, that's a good idea. Because um, one thing I encountered, we had a, a break in a pipe on the second floor bathroom above the kitchen, and it did a, did a lot of damage. And um, insurance paid for it. Uh, but one of the questions was whether it was a sudden break that caused the damage, or was it a persistent break? So the little drip, drip, drip. He wouldn't. They wouldn't have recommended insurance pay for it. Uh, Right, that was maintenance versus fate and act of God. I um, so that that is a good thing to watch for. Um, you won't die from it, of course, but you know mold can make you unhappy, and you can get bugs and stuff. And anyway. Yeah. Well, that's a happy note, I think, for us to end on. But the prevention is, is not that expensive. Yeah, and if you haven't had one yet, don't need to rush out and get it today. Wait for it to be on sale. You can look on Amazon and maybe put a tracker on one um, and have it delivered to your house. Uh, you're probably not going to have a fire tonight, but there's a pretty good chance over 10 or 20 years you live in your house, something will come up. Yeah, I have to admit, I have never put out a fire with a fire extinguisher because it needed to be put out. But that, that there are fires, and usually if you get there fast, you can fix it. So, excellent. That was fun. Yes, sir.